That was Lucy being ever the professional. Um, hello and welcome to How Much for a Sleeve, a shit podcast about tattoos. Um, Lucy, Supposedly. you all right? Hello. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> that was the llama noise for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah. It, it was, was all fine. Annoying when it first happened and is equally as annoying now. Yeah. Adam, oh. We've got Adam Hudson back on the pod this week. Adam Hudson. Hello. hello. Our Happy first guest. Of 2024. Um, are you familiar with the llama? I'll do it again just to remind you. you also, notice the the mouth. Um, I'm more impressed by the position you have to get yourself into. Yeah. The llama. I think I could probably do it without, but. <laughs> Which is, yeah, the, neither what a llama looks or sounds like. So it's... I mean, it could, I'm sure there's one out there that has sounded like yeah. that at some point after one. Maybe. drugs and. <laughs> one damaged one that's been freebasing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty, <laughs> pretty much um, Grant's in the kitchen next door making our dinner and I'm sure he's like what the fuck that podcast has really deteriorated <laughs> he doesn't listen anymore now that we live together so it's probably a good thing because yeah. <laughs> he hears you recording it that's why <laughs> I know that yeah that's it he's like that is shit and what the fuck is that llama fed <laughs> up with the noise um, yeah well, thanks for coming back on again. Um, thanks for having me. It's all right. What's, what's happened since we last spoke? Anything fun? Have you made any more kids? Um, when was it? That was last time? Was it two, Don't two, know. two years ago? Be, it was uh, during lockdown, wasn't it? Or just after? Or I think it was. Or, it was yeah, that. It was sh- 20, it, 20 or 2021, wasn't it? It was the wow. around Christmas 2021. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've had one more child. Oh Wee. my god! <laughs> I was joking. Oh, uh, another kid got married, had a mental breakdown. Uh, oh, congrats, congrats! Yeah, lots of things. So that's uh, non-stop all the time. Been a spin a time. Oh, yeah, good few I've years, been... but also a hard few years. But highs and lows. Yeah, life. Oh, are you feeling better now? Uh, I'm getting there. Um, now I'm, I'm good. I had like. I mean, I might as well just say about it now. Uh, after Bristol Convention, I had like a minor br- breakdown. Oh, <laughs> um, it was a lot. I think it was just I was just so burnt out from the kids not sleeping and then trying to work a convention and just being like, oh, I'll just do walk-ups all weekend. And I like finished tattooing on the Sunday and I was just like, yeah, that was not, that was too much. And then I was oh. like, just, just, just an exhaustion thing, do you think? Uh, I think it was just a lot of things, but I think, I don't know. I mean, you've been to conventions. They're so, they're just so full on. And you always tell yourself, like, I'm just going to have a chilled weekend, <laughs> friends, get some food. And then it doesn't happen like that because it's yeah. just nonstop. And then, um, yeah, I got home and I was just like, well, yeah, I can't do this. So I, uh, do, I do fuck all when I go to conventions yeah. and I'm exhausted. <laughs> That's the thing. You can sit there and do, not do anything. And it's exhausting because there's so yeah. many people about it. So that's it very stimulating but and it's so yeah. the whole environment as well it's full-on it's so loud it's so hot you really don't yeah. you don't drink enough you don't eat enough you just try and every convention i feel like it's just a test of endurance yeah. and if you're already like on the edge or not kind of feeling yourself anyway i cannot totally understand how it would tip you over yeah it's uh i don't know. I, I... 
it's a shame because I love conventions. I love going to conventions. I love working conventions, but I need to work out a plan of me not being overdoing it to the point yeah. where I'm just like, that wasn't worth it. But I'm, I, I love it. I think I'm doing a few conventions again this year, but I think I'm going to cut back a lot and just try and just do what I need to do and not overdo it. But I have a, such a bad problem with conventions where someone comes up for a walk up and I'm like, yeah, yeah, come back in a bit. And then I'll tell another person come back in a bit and then suddenly it's six o'clock and i'm there's like four people waiting to get tattoos still and i'm just like oh, oh yeah, yeah same but the thing is that the way i see it as well it does it costs a lot of money to do it and if the money is there if somebody's offering yeah. to give you money for you to do something that you enjoy i just i hate to turn it away yeah and i feel like yeah that's what you said it's like you're there you've like you're set up you presented yourself you've got flash you've got prince merch for sale and it's like, I don't, I've said this to a few people, it's weird with tattooing because when you're just in a shop on a day-to-day basis, you kind of forget that tattooing exists outside of those four walls. But then when you're at a convention, <laughs> yeah. you, you're like fully immersed in it. And it it's kind of like, it's our chance to all like kind of geek out together and just enjoy tattoos and see other people tattoo, like tattooing and getting tattooed. Yeah. So I just I don't I feel like every time I go to a convention I'm just like a kid in a sweet shop and I'm just like ah, I want to buy everything I want to see everything I want to do everything. Oh, yeah. But then when you're trying yeah. to do all that and tattoo, it's kind of needs to be like one or the other. It's like I need to either just go and hang out or work, but I like to work because it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm the same. Like last year I only worked on the Saturday, whereas this year at Brighton I've said I'll do both days, but with some gaps here and there because. um that I'm doing it with Origin. They've taken on like this big booth, and there aren't many people from the shop that really want to do it because it is so expensive. So I felt a bit bad for them that I was like, "Yeah, do it, do it, do it." And then everyone, there's only like two people that want to work. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll do both days." <laughs> um, but I also like one of my deciding factors in this was because Brighton seems to have been <laughs> they've not they've got different people working this year. So a lot of the people that we would normally hang out with at Brighton, we get like a big Airbnb and have lots of lols on a Saturday night and stuff aren't there this year. So I thought we might not be as like hardcore on the Saturday night. So I might not be wanting to like end it all on the Sunday. So maybe I'll be up for working. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's one of those conventions that you just see everyone, you know, whether they're going to be yeah. there or not, they end up there or somebody, yeah. you know, ends up being there and then, next thing you know you're just like oh well that was yeah <laughs> it's yeah Monday morning you're like oh I don't want to go to bed now <laughs> oh yeah oh my god I have I've just had terrible yeah. terrible Sundays at Brighton before yeah. and it's, <laughs> it's you... the traveling back as well when it's uh, that, that drive because I think up and that and the two times I've been Lucy's driven and I've fallen asleep I reckon between eight and twelve minutes yeah the journey and then i wake up when you drop me off at home we had a very very sorry burger king one <laughs> that year. was really sad we both had yeah. a little had a little weep because it was yeah. so <laughs> into the and then was... i end up with mayo on my face or something just like it's because yeah. i just face palm like just dropped my face right into my burger i couldn't cope anymore and then it's so and it was like the, one of the first stops out of brighton as well it was like oh let's have a rest and it's like god we yeah. still got hours <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. are you gonna do this year um yeah i'm doing brighton and uh, do bristol again and i'm doing UKTTA in birmingham oh cool which i did that last year and it's weird weird convention weird crowd 
And I, I was really kind of like, I was like, I might not do it next year, but it's literally like 20 minutes down the road from where I live. So I was just like, um, I might okay. as well do it because it's so close. And it's pretty, it's because it's new, it's fairly cheap to work it. So I was just like, yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Brighton. Um, me and Dan self made a sharing a booth again. Oh, uh, yay. It's like the fourth year we've done that now. So that works pretty Gosh. well. And then we'll Let's, have some um, machine, we... new machines and stuff as well. So oh, love stuff. we were like, neighbors last year pretty much weren't we i think uh i don't know yeah you were the complete opposite side to where i was yeah 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 that was it we're in like the same place but the opposite ends yeah that was it sort of Um, neighbors (laughs) because didn't dan go home on like the saturday (laughs) no it was like sunday it took like 2 p.m (laughs) he was like like, he's like i've sold one machine today i'm I'm done i was like okay (laughs) fair yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's, uh, well, that's just down though he, 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 I think he just gets sick of people asking him oh, how does this run what would you use this machine for and he's just like it's a tattoo machine <laughs> just... to be fair I think he it was he went fairly hard on Friday as well yeah oh yeah. <laughs> yeah Friday night oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the vodka revs or oh, some shit like yeah. that wasn't it loads really? of funny stuff happened in there he loves that? that he loves that place because yeah. uh, it's opposite the travel Yarmouth. lodge we stay at yeah well yeah but it's like opposite the travel lodge we stay at so <laughs> you can literally <laughs> just stumble back to the hotel room at one uh, at a time and, and you're good to go but convenient yeah. we should make um social plans this year for brighton yeah we'll do the meal again yes. good last year going for the pizza yeah, yeah that a lot was... of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was fun there will definitely be fewer this year but um yeah, yeah definitely i'll organize because it's always so fun and i like i like it when donatella's have a bit of a breakdown yeah when uh, we order like 30 shots and they say they've got five <laughs> shot glasses so. <laughs> so they'll do bring them bring them up 15 at a time yeah <laughs> you know when they brought yeah. those out last year it was chaos i was just like yeah. what the hell is going on <laughs> <laughs> i know it's all good though because they end up like we end up tipping so much that they're like come back come back it's yeah. fine <laughs> oh they loved it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i definitely do, you think, do that again do you think you'll do like walk up so you're going to do pre-booked appointments to make it more chill i don't know i've, I've always said that I, I for me personally i don't like the idea of doing like pre like pre-booked appointments for conventions because i feel it's like if i'm there and i've got all my flash out and i'm like present and then i don't want to spend the whole weekend being like oh sorry i was booked up months ago and there's nothing yeah. against anyone that does that it's just that's how i like to do i like to do walk-ups i because i try to treat conventions as almost like a trade show uh-huh. where it's kind of like we're there to promote what we do and we're bringing what we have to the audience yeah so that's how i have always treated conventions where i'm like you know i just want to be there i want to be able to fit everyone in i can i probably won't fit as many people as i have done in the past but i think i'll do walk-ups but i think i'm going to try and limit it to i'll probably do like four or five a day and i want to try and leave space between each appointment because there's so many people like last year you know you get people messages like oh every time i came over you were busy and it's like you can just like nudge me and i'll talk to you like i can tattoo and talk i'm not a, yeah you know, i'm not a robot well i sound like a robot sometimes but i'm not a robot <laughs> um but yeah i think I, that's the major thing for me i think this year i'm just i still want to work as hard as i can and just do tattoo everyone that wants to get tattooed but i think i just need to like set that boundary for myself where i'm like i know what i'm capable of and what i want to do but it's what yeah. you said earlier it's like 
the fact you can make money and it costs money to be there, it's it feels stupid to just turn that down and you want yeah. to kind of make the most of it. So, but I don't know. I think I'm just going to see how it goes and we'll go from there. Yeah, it'll be I've got, fine. I've got a question. Um, have you have you changed? Given what you said about um, Bristol last year, have you changed anything in your what you're going to do in the build up to it? Like doing less work, spending more time with your family, just for that little bit. Yeah, probably. I do tend to try and take. What I usually do with a convention is I'll I'll take the week before off, just so it gives me a time to like prep everything, and then I'm at home more. But then usually it's kind of like I'll just have like one day off after the convention. And I'm back in work, so I think I do need to like take a little bit more time off. Um, but. I'm sure I won't do that and I'll just work flat out and then be like, oh, great, cool. That's also also tough because of, you know, everyone knows that it's shit time of year to get tattoos. So if you are having people in, you're like, oh, better make the most of it. And then suddenly you do, fuck, I've got to get a banner and all that shit that you have to do that no one does in time. And everyone screams at themselves. And then, and that I find that I do fuck all, as we've already established. But I find getting in to that convention when you're setting up incredibly stressful. Just watching, yeah. I would like the registration, yeah, all, all, all of that, and I don't. I I have absolutely no way, or I don't think it can be improved. I think it's just how it is. But just having everything, just what I do is I just put everything there, leave it there, and just hope that it's still there tomorrow. Yeah, I know yeah. that part so, of it is so nice, yeah. really. Or you've got to carry it all and do it in the morning. And like, that stresses me out even more when you see people legging it in at like half 11. Sorry. Hi. Yeah. Well, they just stroll up yeah. like, af- like halfway through the afternoon and they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one or two people in it. Like someone yeah. either super organized. I like to get set up on a Friday night, but like I wouldn't leave my machines and stuff. I don't know. I, I used to be. I think when I first started doing conventions, I used to, like, on the night, I would take everything I could, like, take it back to my car. And I think last year, I mean, I'm probably just going to invite everyone to just come and take stuff from my booth now, but I think last year, <laughs> quite, I, I left I like that flash. I was literally just like, fuck it, like, I'm just going to leave machines there. I was just like, <laughs> take that chance. And it's, they're usually pretty fine, to be honest, because I know, like, once they get to, like, 9pm, they they make everyone get out sort of thing, so... And I think with the way I don't know, word of mouth spreads so quick anyway. I think if like somebody, another tattoo like stole your machines or something, like someone yeah. would hear something. But yeah, I don't know. It is I've it is. heard of it happening at conventions. Oh, it happens though. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's I don't know. It's that thing though. So like, I mean, you could take you could take your machines back to the hotel with you, and then your hotel room get broken into, or you exactly. you leave the convention late, go straight to dinner, and then leave them there so it's yeah i don't know it, it kind of is what it is really i guess i mean the good thing is it's like you're in the right place that if your machines do get stolen you can just go and buy some more which is <laughs> you not, know you, you don't want to buy more right but... <laughs> just yeah, turn but... to dan and say i'll have I... one of those please <laughs> oh, no, I, mean, I mean that's the thing i could not yeah, even i did make machines. them as well so please yeah, like i could not even take machines and just be like just try <laughs> everyone done makes but exactly nah. <laughs> i've not got to that point yet i'm not that lazy we'll see <laughs> a couple of years time <laughs> a few more breakdowns all <laughs> oh it's healthy to have one every year that's <laughs> ah, good I'm, I'm yeah it's been a yeah i'm it's been a hard year but it's like yeah 
I, I feel like it's weird though because however hard it was after that and I mean I've been in therapy now for like six months and nice one however however shit it was getting to that point where I, I need like admitted to myself I needed the help I'm kind of glad it happened because I wouldn't have I wouldn't have taken that step if not so it's kind of like for me I had to kind of hit rock bottom to be like I need to do something about it and I mean yeah. my outlook now is I still struggle a lot but my outlook towards tattooing I'm, I'm so much more like I've got a clearer vision about what I like about tattooing, what I like about the industry, what I like about what kind of clients I want to want to be around and like other tattoos and that sort of stuff. So it's good because it's made me question everything. Like, and yeah. I'm hoping going, it's why I'm, I, I don't know, like I spend a lot of time thinking like what, what a convention is going to look like for me this year. Like, do I, do I want to risk burning myself out again? Or but I'm kind of thinking like, I'm just going to go for it because I've done them for the past after conventions for the past nine years now so it's like i know how to do them i just need to just do it basically but yeah i um i i have definitely had like a pretty big breakdown in the past and um i find that now i am much kinder to myself and I can also see those warning signs. And also another good thing is that I like look back on it and think, fuck, I was really at my lowest ever point there. And I've pulled myself out of it, like with help and everything. But I managed to get to a point where I was okay again. And I've always thought, I've always got that point of reference. Like if I was there and now I'm here, then if I got there again, then I could be here again. And um, I think so many people... I'm more aware of it of mental health now as well. And the fact that having therapy is so much more common, it's so yeah. healthy just to talk about it freely as well. Yeah. Um so but yeah, I think everyone that has had that sort of situation is definitely it definitely makes you think about what were the steps that kind of got you to that point and the ways that you can limit that. And also just like listening to yourself, like I feel shit today, so do something kind to myself and self-care yeah, yeah i think you're right like just you kind of you learn those triggers don't you, you learn the steps that you've taken previously that you weren't aware of and, and once you kind of become aware of those signals it's quite easy like i get it now where you know if I'm, you know i've got a whole a day session tattoo and it's like if i get to a certain point where i'm like starting to get a bit like okay i need to take a break or i'm just starting to get mentally kind of drained i can now I've got no problem now being like, look, I just need, I just, can we just take a minute, just reset, let me just have a stretch, a drink or whatever. And then, and then yeah. I'm good again. But I think in the past, especially with conventions, I think when you know you've got people waiting to get tattooed, you kind of mm. just want to get this one done, start the next one, get that one done. And then you're like, oh, you know, I'll stop in a bit, get some food. Next thing you know, yeah. it's 8 p.m. and you're like, okay, I've yeah. not eaten since 8 a.m. Yeah. And, and also from a, from a customer's point of view, when I, every time I've ever had a day sitting, there's not a single point that when the tattooist goes, do you mind if I just have a break that I've gone, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every single time I've gone, oh, get in, get in there. Yeah, yeah, cool, mate, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you almost want to say, like, I wish, you know, I wish you'd ask yeah. sooner. But it's a, I don't know, I think it's a, I think there's a lot of miscommunication with tattooing at the moment because it is a, there has to be, like, a, a healthy kind of, balance with it it's like clients need to be open to hearing our needs and we also yeah. need to like 
you know, they should feel confident telling us their needs. Like if someone wants to stop, you know, they want to break or they want to go to the toilet or they want to drink or whatever, they should be able to say that. And I feel like some people, I mean, I think, I think it's quite common now. It's like a lot of people don't want to, they worry that they're going to break our concentration by asking for that. But at the mm. same time, we're probably sat there thinking the opposite where we're like, oh, I'd love it if they just asked for a break now because I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to be the first one to do it. So I yeah. think it's, I don't know, it's, I don't know if it's that, I mean, I'm sure everyone has a different experience. I think with me, because I'm very, the way I tattoo is quite efficient. I'm kind of like, you know, what we're doing, let's, you know, put stencil on, let's go, blah, 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 get the line work done, quick break, do the shading, all done. I'm not I'm not the kind of person where I'm hanging around or I'm having kind of a back and forth conversation as such. I make an effort with people. I'm not like, you know, welcoming them in, like, how's your weekend been? Like, do you want a cup of tea and stuff? I'm very much like, you know less tattoo let's go so <laughs> i think i think my regular customers they they understand that's how i work and we're just kind of efficient with it but i don't know i think but i mean aside from that anyway i think the communication between us and our clients need i think there needs to be a more of a conversation within the industry about like what's healthy for both parties because there's a lot yeah. of tattooists at the moment that they're so burnt out because they either, you know, there's a lot of people that are without work at the moment. So they yeah. go in for these periods of having no appointments. And then suddenly they've got like a Saturday where they've had to fit six people in. And then by the Saturday evening, they're just so drained from it. And it's, but it's setting those healthy boundaries. So yeah. everyone benefits from it. But I think it's, I don't know, I guess it depends how, what kind of shop you work in, how you got into the industry. For me, you know, I started out in like walking shop. So it was, just you know just get it done next one get it done and it's I've always had that attitude but I don't know yeah I think in a private studio it, it's probably a different atmosphere but I've not been I've not worked in one of those enough to see it do you know what I mean so never, I don't know I don't know if there's a right or wrong thing to do anyway but it's no, yeah it's, it's all what you what you but so I think I think COVID did a massive obviously loads of negative stuff hmm. death and that but the the good some good things came out of it and i think like that end ending or getting rid of that hustle grind yeah. till you die yeah. shit so i think there was a lot of people like that and i've seen it in my job which is boring but there's people who like who have stopped just work being their life and just all they do and all they it's their like personality as well i see people who are so intense with that way of looking now just just relax more nah fuck it definitely want to stop and start up a cafe and all that and you're like what the fuck did that come from i thought you were <laughs> you had your business your, your your plan was set to be ceo of the thing and now you're like nah bollocks can't be bothered too hard <laughs> and i think that's that's called cool. like it's now acceptable i think to work your nine to five um earn your money go on your holidays you don't have to work your Saturdays, whereas before it was like this thing. Oh yeah, we know everyone else does it. You've got to do it as well. I think. Yeah. Like, I know you had it, Lucy, where you you did fewer hours for the when you first went back to. Yeah, still do. Past. Yeah, don't need to kill myself to do this, it's, do I? Yeah, it's lush like that work life balance. Because I'm so bad for just doing too much. Like everyone that knows me knows that I will just plan something every day of the week. And sometimes I have to like, like I was on the verge of booking a pottery course. And I was like, <laughs> well, I can do it on a Monday. And then I've done this on a Tuesday, this on a Wednesday, this on a Thursday. I'm like, just fucking chill the fuck out. <laughs> I can't do everything. 
and um just cutting my working week down by one day did make such a huge difference and that was just me listening to myself but I think so many people just really enjoyed that time at home didn't they in lockdown yeah, and then um, such sorry Carol. no no <laughs> I, would, I wasn't gonna say anything else um <laughs> no I think I think lockdown for a lot of things I think it was because it was a hard reset for everyone yes I think you know from you know from like a mental health perspective for a lot of people because they were removed from their day-to-day you know the the normal what they were used to their comfort zones and stuff they were given time to challenge what their actual comfort was rather than what they were just used to so I feel I've definitely noticed a shift in I mean again back to kind of like with clients and stuff like the the shift of people are they're a lot more aware of things now they're a lot more aware of the industry and their like how comfort how comfortable they feel and the kinds of tattoos they want to get tattooed by or how like whether they you know there's there's more there's more voice now for you know inclusivity in the industry and yeah you can I think everyone is more sensitive to those things now and you know like I say like with the, the kind of grind of just working non-stop there's a lot of tattooists since lockdown that have stepped back and they work less or they work in a private space because they've worked out their own boundaries and their own comfort zone within working so much i mean me now like I, i've cut down i work three days a week now and it's Lush. fucking great like i love it because i'm nice. i'm at home more than i work and it gives me time to miss it like i look forward to going back to the shop and then also look forward to going home so it's oh. i'd happily work seven days a week but it's not a healthy thing to do for anyone i think there's i don't know i think it's, it's weird that when it comes to tattooing i mean when you to approaching tattooing as like an in terms of the art world you know we're if you're doing three four appointments a day that's like three four individual people you're meeting that's three four individual like pieces of art were creating but a graphic designer for example they'll work on a single project for weeks and then they'll go back and forth with the client with revisions and all those sort of things but i think like as far as like the mental exhaustion we feel as tattooers is that we're just one-on-one and it's so quick and in and out that you kind of don't get time to process everything that's going on sometimes i don't know i mean it's a it's very um it's all intensified quite a lot i feel yeah it is as an industry is like and it's always been like that but i think i don't know i feel like the industry's it's going in a different direction now i think it's crossed that threshold into it's being respected as an artistic industry and people are dry like people are pushing it more in that way because i think i've always approached tattooing i've always liked the side of tattooing it's more of like like manual labor you know we're kind of offering a service and it's you know it's like being a carpenter or something like that it's just what do you want let's do it and that's how it used to be with like biker shops and all that sort of stuff is like what do you want let's do it yeah but i think now because it it's it's reached a point where people are more tuned into the artistic world of it and they clients they know what they're looking for or they're a lot more open to ideas and stuff. I feel that that's made a big difference to people's attitudes and where the industry is potentially going in the future. I don't know. I think we're at this, 
I've said to Dan, I feel like we're at this kind of like crossroad at the moment where there's kind of the old way and then how it could be. But I feel like uh, most of us are stood at that crossroad kind of wondering, do I embrace the changes, which is all like, you know, TikTok and all this kind of like selling our soul online just to keep a client base? Or do we want to maintain that thing of like, we're Tassoist, we just get on with it. We do what's required of us. And we just keep our head down and shut up and get on with it. And I think, I think a lot of people are scared to know what's next or make that jump into either. I know for me, like I'm personally so against the whole like TikTok and Reels taking over the industry. I hate going on yeah. Instagram now and just seeing here's a day in life of a, of a tattooist yeah. and oh, yeah. I just made a coffee. Oh, here's me drawing for the next week. And I'm like, I'm sure there's an audience for that and people are impressed by that. But for me, I it doesn't do anything for me. I just think like, yeah. I just want to see tattoos and it's nothing against anyone that does that. It's just, yeah. it, it doesn't engage my brain as to what drew me into tattooing. Yeah. Same. I think, I think I know what you mean. And there's a load of things. Cause I noticed that I see fewer and fewer just pictures of tattoos now, mm. Yeah, but I see loads of stuff tattoo adjacent stuff. Yeah. They've even got, they're even trying to make a joke and it's, I don't know why, instagram and tiktok has allowed this but in in the old days do you know what i mean you you made a joke and it was like that's your joke you the funny man who did the joke nice one you're the geezer who did the funny joke now yeah. someone sees so i someone does a joke and then you're just allowed to copy it and just say yeah. oh, look, this, <laughs> so is, this, this is this is me copying that other thing but because i've got and then there's there'll be 70 80 people all doing it all doing the same thing like oh here's here's me setting up my station and deliberately knocking stuff over and shit yeah. like that can still be funny do, doing it a different way you know all of that sort of stuff but then there's those things i just don't understand how how people just want to see the same thing over and over again but the thing that and then tiktok or instagram will just go down the list like oh 100 people done it you get to win and they'll show that one to everyone and everyone else will get three views and the yeah. next day it'll be like, oh, okay, 10 people have done this video. Like, you can have it today. That The frustrating yeah. thing with doing that social media shit is that there doesn't – it is just luck of the draw. So you, you try so hard to, like, do your best work and you're putting it out and you're having to think about ways to put it out and be seen. So then your, your skill set's changed. Because then you have to try and learn how to do the fucking marketing, which is not what I want to do. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think it's it's a lot of things with that because I feel I feel like some people are buying into that because they feel they worry that if they're not doing TikToks and they're not kind of doing the same as everyone else, that they're gonna get left behind. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel I don't know, I think it's it's a shame because it's directly influencing the industry now. I mean, if you think of the kinds of tattoos you'd see 10 years ago on Instagram, which was, you know, full sleeves, big, colourful bat pieces, you know, large-scale work. Whereas nowadays, like, it's just tattoos are getting smaller and smaller because when you're looking at on a phone screen, that's what's appealing. And and I get it. It's But it's, you know, you see a photo of a bat piece and it's just like there's too much information to take on board. And plus, like... You know, if you've been sat on Instagram and you've seen 30 reels and then suddenly there's an, a back piece, you're just so zoned out by that point. You're so deep in the rabbit hole. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's, I don't know, it's, I've spoken a lot, like, 
people about this with how social media has changed Tassarin. And it's been great. Don't get me wrong. It's amazing. But I feel like so many of us are beating ourselves up trying to keep up with it. And we're worrying, like, not posting things because we worry about it trashing our engagement or, you know, that we're the wrong posting at the wrong time of the day or someone else does a tattoo that's very similar and they get more attention than you. Or as you say, like you jump on a trend of a a TikTok and, you know, yours could generally be the best produced, filmed, edited and all that. But then you get one that's shit that just kind of, you know, blows up. And it's, it's weird. Like I I did a kind of experiment on Instagram. Like, do you see when everyone was doing the, uh, like the Ink Master reels where they were like it was like a little clip from ink master and then they'd be like as a close-up of like a really terrible tattoo or something oh yeah yeah Yeah. so like i did one of those just for just as an experiment to see like do these actually work like am i going to get anything from this and that video is on like a million views now and i just i wasn't even serious posting it it was just for because everyone else was doing it and i was like oh well i might as well get my engagement up but yeah the crazy thing is since posting that the engagement on my profile and like the followers have just skyrocketed. Really? And, it's, and that was from one, like directly from one video. And it's yeah. so, it's annoying because these things do work. Like the yeah. algorithm. That's serves, quite an, like an innocuous thing al- to do. Yeah. Isn't it? Like if you yeah. serve the yeah. algorithm. Yeah. You get rewarded. Kind of like, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. But- that's it. And they say, choose trending things, choose trending like ideas and songs, like sounds and stuff. So you will be you will be rewarded by following the trend and doing the same. Yeah, I think it's hard sometimes. Yeah, I just feel like it's great like doing that if it pays off. But the hard thing is is you end up just I think we'll we'll get to the point with I mean social media is there anyway, but I think we'll get to the point in tattooing that there'll be, you know, like people will follow trends more closely because they'll get worried that if they're not following it, that they're not gonna get seen. And yeah. It all just becomes, I don't know, I've, I've, my biggest thing I see about with TikTok and stuff is that it's very easy to, people that are successful on TikTok, they become a parody of themselves. Yeah. You know, they'll do like a funny video to a song. Yeah. It blows up and then they try and work out, okay, was it the video or the song that blew up? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay, it's the video, I'm doing a stupid dance. So they'll do another dance to a different song, that blows up and they're like, okay, it's the dance, not the song. And if yeah. it's the other way around where it's like, okay, it was the song that blew up they'll do anything they can to match that song. And then before they know it, they're just doing watered down versions of that same thing. And I feel so much of social media has gone that way. And it's kind of, especially with tattooing, it's, I feel it's weird because the the standard of tattooing has never been higher. Yeah. But I feel like the individuality of like people just truly progressing the industry is being stumped a little bit. I think because people are playing it safe for the algorithm. It's not everyone. Yeah. I'm just saying, like the amount. I don't. Know, it's the, always, uh, the easiest way I look at tattoo, and sometimes with what's current and what's going on, the trends within styles, is you just kind of look at people who are new into it, like apprentices or people looking to get into tattooing, and if they've become aware of the trends and they're trying to do it as well, you can usually see that it's like industry wide and that that's what's going on. So it's. It's what I, don't know. I just don't want tattooing to become this stale 
thing where we're all just dancing like clowns in the mirror. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I, I, I'm aware that I can be a little bit like old man shouting that it's not like what it was and that therefore bad. Like you said earlier, that there is there will be a audience for this stuff, which is absolutely cool, and no one's saying that we all have to stop and just tattoo and all be stroking our beards looking at flash sheets like like the old days because that's how it was was when i started so that's how it should be for everyone none of us (laughs) are saying that but i feel you're you're right in what you say is that that's that's a very easy way for people to it's hard to say i'm i'm making up some people here but someone with less talent and less experience somehow gets the exposure and the reward for doing something that isn't specific to the art form and that's what I find a bit weird it's the same with fashion like fast fashion sheen team you whatever these fucking bullshit cheap shitty brands Mm -hmm. are the ones that are making so much money whereas somebody who is hand making this incredible beautiful item of clothing and has put hours hours and hours of work into it the ones who aren't getting the business it's just I can't remember where I was going to go with that. But Good yeah, stuff. Good I, think the po- stuff. I, I think the, the kind of what it comes down to is like, I've said this multiple times in the past is like, it's, it's not enough to just be good on social no. media anymore. You can't just be the best tattooer and expect yeah. to follow in. And yeah. it's like what Mick was saying, like, you know, you can be somebody that is pretty much a nobody and has not much artistic direction or anything like that but you can do one thing on you can do one tiktok or something blow up and suddenly you've got a career yeah so it's because tattoo is so accessible now i feel that i don't i don't think you even need to work hard anymore that's the sad thing with tattooing yeah you do like to be respected in tattooing is different but i think to because people care more about viral success than they do about yeah kind of respect amongst peers yeah. they'll sell themselves to the tiktok gods or whatever it is to just to get however many followers because Absolutely. i don't know it's weird i i don't know i'm constantly criticizing my own work trying to just get better trying to improve any way i can and then it's like when you think like well i could not do that and just make tiktoks and just dance yeah uh, then it's kind of like it makes me feel like what's the point but yeah but I think, I don't know, I think it comes down to us individuals. It's if we see the relevance in like being that critical of ourselves and pushing ourselves and pushing the people around us in the industry, then we're the ones that will be, you know, people will actually take notice of and be remembered and respected and get opportunities and that sort of stuff. But it's, I, think I don't so. know, I think that I feel like the face of tattooing at the moment is changing massively. I mean, oh, yeah. nothing against Brighton Convention. I love the convention, but I look through the artist list now and there's a handful of people I know. And yeah, the I first, haven't even looked. Yeah. But I remember the first time I went to Brian convention 10 years ago, there was just like crazy people there, like, you know, Tim Hendricks, uh, Dan Smith, Oliver Peck, like all these, like Chad Copelinger, like all these tattooers that I looked up to. Yeah, they were all there, and I was just blown away the first time I walked in. It's just like all these people in the one room, and I walk around, and I'm just like, I don't know. The only person that in recent years that I was amazed that was there was Lindsay Carmichael. Oh, yeah. like, the only person that I was just like, fucking, hell, as if he's here. But 
yeah. I think I don't know. I mean, I guess it's Brexit's probably had an impact on it that yeah. international travel, especially to the UK, has become limited now. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if it's. I mean, I'm sure Brighton are aware of the the audience has changed in tattooing now. It's not. There's a lot more. It's so much more accessible now, like the audience-wise. You know, there's a lot more people walking into tattoo shops that ten years ago would have, you know, crossed the street to get away yeah. from. So, <laughs> I think, you know, obviously, like the people running the conventions, that they, they know they see this change, and I mean, they tuned into it. So, it's yeah. just hard if you've been tattooing for you know longer than two years to kind of feel shit about that it's not what I it know. was <laughs> it is hard isn't it because i do i understand like why they would want to get new people in and keep up with those new faces and the trends and um encourage new people who might not have worked it before but then i also feel a bit like there are people who have supported you for a long time and have come and always look around the convention and um oh Sorry, Elvis and Burt Reynolds were fighting. <laughs> Let me just... Um, and um, so it's a tricky one, isn't it? Keeping everyone happy is never yeah. going to be something that's possible. Okay. Um, I'll let you guys discuss while I just go and <laughs> punch the cats. <laughs> that their cats, that Lucy's not in um, heaven watching. Oh, yeah. yeah, Burt Reynolds and <laughs> Burt Elvis. Reynolds and Elvis. <laughs> is Burt Reynolds dead? I'm assuming he is. I don't know. Let's he might be out. in a minute. I'll be back. Bert Reynolds. I've just realised how messy the room is behind me. I like it. We're in the process of um, doing some redecorating at home. So it's just like this is the room where everything gets thrown into, especially after Christmas as well. The room of requirement. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It's just right where it's not not used now. So it goes in the fucking shit room and it stays in there. Yeah. Which is great because it's fine, but it's like the room that I like sit and draw and paint in and i'm just like yeah. surrounded by it's in your your place of clothes and where, boxes where you, where you have to go ah oh, i know where i am now so i can commit Pro- to my probably, art probably why i don't use it <laughs> i like the uh light is that a uh, the neon the, the hudson thing yeah yeah it's the one i had at the conventions last year it's, it's very cool yeah i don't I've, I've been trying to work out what to do for conventions this year with like banners and stuff because I've, I've, I've never i've not had like a kind of the traditional banner and probably like six years now i've always tried to think of something that's like a bit different but i think this year i might just do like just the standard banner i'll just keep it old school i do i do like banners but i just never have ideas for what to do like what can i do that's that big on a banner like a1 so it's another expense as well isn't it on the Oh, they're fucking well the expensive. And you yeah. use it once, and then you're like, yeah. by the, you yeah. don't want to have the same banner at the next convention. Yeah, that's a, that is a cool. thing that, that is not, that is mad to me, things like that. Like, it's yeah. like you can't wear the same dress to two weddings in one summer, or people. It, it, yeah, that, that is literally what it's like. like. Yeah, it's like a wedding, like a banner is like a like a, a, a dress you wear to when, like, you just don't, you wouldn't wear it to two weddings. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I always love it when, when, you know, my, girlfriends whenever i've gone to weddings and they've gone oh i can't wear that because that person might be there so so they have to go and buy a whole new outfit and then i just put the suit on that i haven't worn since i went to the last wedding flick a bit of sick (laughs) a bit of sick and ketchup off the lapel and then and then i'm away and no one no one have gone did you wear that to steve and charlotte's wedding no no one ever asked me that (laughs) 
same suit in it yeah no one yeah i i loved my banner last year at brighton and it was literally took me five minutes and it cost like 20 quid to have it printed up it was just one of the shitty vinyl ones i think i've lost it actually could have it printed again which one was it wasn't the penis one was it or was it the penis it, it was it just said hi i'm lucy i like tattoos here's a picture of my cat and then put a picture of elvis at the bottom and i think there was a penis I'm pretty, sure I, remember, there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember it now um, but i've just quickly do a quick idea for one i think yeah, this good. is going to be it yeah. i'll just photocopy yeah, that yeah that is for our for our listeners that is uh you won't be surprised to hear <laughs> the male genitals testicle and penis with lucy oh, tattoos in the middle i could do it so that the will is drawn and then lucy tattoos like being spunked out spunked out of it yeah that'd be good i found oh. this i've got i've got this font on my phone where it's it's just dicks like every letter is made <gasps> yes. from like dicks in like and it's so like it, it looks like you know um super bad when he just draws all the dicks yeah and they, they just look <laughs> like that and it'll just be like an r where it's just the dick like curved round like into the shape of an r i'll find I've out just... what the font's called because i find it i think i found it on like dafont.com or something please yeah. but it's, it, just... it's right over your street <laughs> it looks wicked written... as like some knuckle tassos just uh, dicks i've just um, written dick font and dick on my font. yeah remind me I'll, I'll find out the name of it in a bit dick's font fairly dick sure font. Dick imagine, Font is. I'm pretty sure I just said Dick Font. <laughs> Richard I bet, Font. I bet there's someone called Dick Font. <laughs> oh no, Richard Fontana. <laughs> oh, I think he's there this evening. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't look like there's anyone called who's actually called Dick. There's someone called Dick Man. Dick M A W N, which is quite funny. Dick but no, man. no Dick Font. Oh man. Uh, Dick. Uh, Dick Mann was born in 1875. Oh, before it was even funnier, but yeah. what a dick! Uh, what yeah. a dick! And and he's and he's dead. What a loser! Oh, dead <laughs> uh, dick! Bert Reynolds is dead, by the way. Who is not a, a loser? Who? Yeah, died in oh. 2018, which I feel like I should have I really? should have known that. That was that was quite recent. Since uh, moving in with Granny, one of the only things that I've allowed him to have out in the house is a tiny little <laughs> mini <laughs> Bert Reynolds. Um, <laughs> model and he actually had a casualty recently he fell off the shelf and lost enough oh no so now he's only allowed three quarters of something can we talk about that just for a second what do you mean does it mean that you you're in you're you're the curator of your house's interior yeah and what do you have to do put the i want to put this picture up does he submit it in writing is there like a 30 day terms that you have to agree to trial periods what is it because that sounds incredibly rude well and mean (laughs) That, I mean, look at well, it's just how it's been. The, the... I've got better thing. I've got better taste than him. Next, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is like a giant picture upstairs that's like leaning against the wall because we, it is still like a work in progress. Like the living room is pretty much done, but I haven't um sorted out pictures on the walls. So we've just kind of thrown stuff up on existing um like nails and things because we moved into a house in September Adam and um this is like the first time we'd lived together like, we'd been together like nearly a decade um my choice and <laughs> um so like we moved we put loads of our boxes into the spare room and then I pretty much unpacked most of mine and then there was like the rest of them were just grant stuff but the thing is I unpacked first put all my stuff out and then Adam. there just wasn't any space. Um your territory. It's my, my pistol over the house yeah. with yeah. mid-century. Just cocked a leg <laughs> <furniture>. everywhere. 
<laughs> yeah. um, but there's a picture upstairs and it's really cool it's like um a print grant bought from a local custom bike shop and it's like a couple of harleys outside um uh well it's got like a neon tattoo sign in the background and it's really really nice but it's fucking huge it's honestly the size of a range rover i would say and um our house is like it's really ancient so like five six hundred years old and there isn't a really a wall even though it's like a sizable house because of all the beams and weird little steps up here and stuff like that there isn't a wall that's (laughs) suitable and so it's been propped up outside the bathroom um against like the stairs for a well, that, sounds, now. that sounds perfect for stubbing your toe on and falling downstairs yeah. Yeah, yeah. well you have to duck under the stairs to go into the bathroom <laughs> so you're conscious <laughs> of like ducking um yeah well i'll i'll, I'll let him put it somewhere Spets. the second bathroom he can have it um talking of marking yeah. territory are you aware of a dick dick no so a dick what? dick is a like wait, a wait, little... wait, wait. A- animal yeah yeah like a dick... little mini gazelle yeah with like massive eyes and big little horns. Do you know how I know this? Because I had some silly game. It's a game. What would a dick dick do? Yeah. So they they Something mark like their that. territory with tears, which is incredibly <gasps> relatable. That's what I do. Yeah. Just, there we go. <laughs> they'll they'll know I've been melancholy here, so they won't. They, they'll go and do. They'll be going be emo somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, this whole time we've been doing the llama noise. Now I need to find out what noise a dick dick makes so that I can well, do that. Sounds instead. like it. Sounds like it. Found my spirit animal. Sounds like it cries all the time. Just Fucking all over the place. Just, just needs to. Just needs to get over it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just for the next convention manager, just have dick dicks because everyone expects yeah. you to have a dick. So it's still yeah. technically a dick. Yeah, it's it's just still a, a dick. It's just a, a dick. It's just a dick dick. Yeah. Writing it down could be Adam. a dick pic I'm as well. That yeah, note. dick pic. Yeah, dick pic. Send, <gasps> send, you should have send dick pics, and then it's just like Nick holding yeah. the phone up, and it's just some dick dicks on it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Just have it's... like a text conversation between you two, just being like send yeah. dick pics, and then Nick will just send like some, dick <gasps> pics. and so that'll be that'll be the banner, just the screenshot yeah. of that conversation. Perfect. Yeah, okay. Can, yeah, that's genius. Taking yeah. you've uh... we're just we're just um workshopping it, and it's yeah, there it goes. Just... That's all it needed. Oh my god! Convention prep. This is it starts now? Convention season. Yes. I'm writing it down. It's great. Awesome. Or I'll just you, put just, you just need to do anything that's like anything that sounds like a dick without it being a dick. Like anything that's remotely dick looking or related, but there's not that... directly a dick because everyone expects you to do directly a dick. So like famous like... sticks. Dick Van Dyke. Like... Dick Van Dyke. Dick yeah, just like there, just, yeah, Dick famous dicks. Yeah. There is a recently deceased American football coach called Dick Buckkiss, so we could have that. <laughs> That's good. It's, it's an exceptional name in it, but he was hard as fuck, so I took the piss out of him because his job was like Quite smashing right. people up. So yeah, my name is Dick Buckkiss. Do you want to talk about it? No, we get flattened, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You should just do a collage of you know, just say like Lucy's favorite dicks, and it's just <gasps> famous dicks. Yeah. My favorite dicks. I'm There's so my... many. I'm gonna have to have two banners because these all these ideas. And you and you should you should do it so it's like a kind of like high school girls like diary where it's just like little hearts drawn on everything. And it's just like ah. my favorite dicks. It just looks like it's been straight pulled out. Today's like, favorite. Twelve year old Lucy's <laughs> journal. <laughs> but me as Jonah Hill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually got, I, <laughs> I found on eBay there's a book you can buy of all the dick illustrations from Superbad. They, really? They re- yeah, they released it. I mean, it's like 200 dicks just in this book. 
I haven't got it with me to the studio, but it's so good. There's like oh every dick in the movie and more. It's so good. Oh, did you? Uh, have you two been watching? Did you watch Ink Master, the new series? No, I haven't watched any no, of it. Sure. Do you want a uh, <laughs> funny bit of information? Yeah. I I was nearly on it this year. They like <gasps> really? I got in, yeah I got invited on it and did like rounds of interviews and stuff. Oh my god! Yeah, so I, sh- I was going to be on it, but it um. I don't know much of this like I can even share, but they it films for like six weeks in I think it's Calgary in Canada. Is is Calgary in Canada? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, it films for six weeks and you don't get paid a single like <gasps> I anything. This. Yeah. That's naughty. I heard um, this because yeah. um, someone else I know was invited on a few years ago, and at the time, I'm sure she said it was like New York, and it worked out that she would earn less than minimum wage or something or there was no pay or something like that and she was yeah, like they pay no. for flights hotel and food but like that's it and i was like oh can i work alongside being on the show and they're like no you just be on the <gasps> show and i was like that's wild how many how many episodes is it i think it's like seven or eight isn't it so is it like it's more so you're doing you're doing more than one task a, a week i don't really know i have no idea because i don't i'm assuming how they present it on the show isn't how it's filmed yeah. in any way yeah. shape or form so it's yeah it's like it's i mean to be fair though the, the one reason i was going to do it is because they um they sort out like a visa and that sort of stuff like, oh sweet yeah so i was like mm, get the visa and then just yeah you know, go back oh. I want. yeah but what, um, what was the, what was the process know. like if, if you if you don't mind talking about it was it was it they just i just got an email one day they approached you yeah yeah they were like hi it's whoever from ink master recruitment and I was just like, this isn't. I was like, this is <laughs> bam. Like, you know, it's like one of these emails where you're just thinking, like, oh yeah, I'm sure it's Ink Master. Like, yeah. Oh, let me just show you my bank account details and stuff. But I was just like, I was just like, <laughs> I just replied and I was like, I kind of read into it and I was like, I mean, it all looks legit. And I was like, I'll just take the risk. And they were like, yeah, yeah, hi, it's so and so from the casting department. Like, we'd love to set up like a Zoom call and all this shit. Like, so yeah, I kind of went through like a couple of rounds of it. And then it got to the point where they were like, kind of starting to talk about like signing contracts and stuff and i was just like i can't not work for six weeks and be away from my kids yeah. i was like it's way too much but yeah i don't I, 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 you know what i'd probably i would do it in the future i don't think i'd take it seriously though that's the problem yeah, yeah. that's that i can't i don't feel like i'm i don't know i feel american people are way more like hyped about tv than english people like yeah. we're so like especially me i'm just completely like like straight face about a lot of things they just be like ripping my tattoo apart and the criticism and i'd just be like it's just tattoo isn't it like, <laughs> like just be like that i don't give a fuck it's <laughs> be like it's just an eagle right yeah how it's what, um, it's what they wanted <laughs> how far in advance were they um doing the like casting process um casting was in february and you flew out 29th of april so it was literally oh, wow. like it's like eight weeks like pretty much yeah like eight weeks sort of thing wow so they were like on it they were like we're gonna fast track visa we'll like get you out and blah 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 and i was just like oh, i've kind of got appointments i would need to move and yeah plant. like this is the thing if it was like six months notice it's doable because you can budget for it you can yeah that's it. let people know but it's like oh yeah you'll be flying out in eight weeks time like cool great but I don't know. I kind of wish I'd do. I'd, I'd still do it. To be fair, like I'm intrigued by the process of it. Yeah, but I wouldn't go on it to win it. I, 
I don't think I'd win it anyway, but I'd just I'd like to just go to just see what it's like and just at least try would be fun. But I think it's I don't know, it's a weird one, Ink Master, because I think it's always been heavily debated in, in the industry, hasn't it? It's yeah. some people love it and they 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 find it so it's just trash and it's they go nuts for it. And other people are just so against it. But I don't yeah. feel like it's a it's not a representation of tattoo in any way. It's, they barely show actual tattoo in so yeah i think everything has to be taken with a pinch of salt on there mm. um and it's all so dramatized and everything i don't know like i have enjoyed watching it i wouldn't mind watching it because i like have followed some of the like quite a few of the people on there on social media or i have like mutual friends and stuff um yeah should give it a go really i had a couple of friends who were on there a few years ago like probably like 10 years ago or something now and I think I've spoken about this on here before but they're twin brothers one of them taught the other one to tattoo they went on together and the one who'd been tattooing longer was kicked off before the one he taught um, and brutal. really brutal and their style evolved so much after that now they're like up there I just love their tattoos so much they're awesome but when they were on the show they were really early on in their tattoo career um but yeah savage really yeah, savage it's, it's really weird because the, every year there's like some people on it who are like it's obvious they're on it they're well known they're respected and then they yeah. just have like random people who you know they've put in there on purpose to yeah. kind of like ruffle feathers yeah yeah it's so it's so weird i don't know totally. yeah i I, don't yeah. Know, I I like it but i accept it for what it is i just see it as yeah. like it's just, it's just trash like and it's just yeah. kind of like something funny we can watch as tattoos and be like yeah, yeah it's not actually like that that's it i like because yeah. i like becoming a judge though and just like criticizing it like i'll oh, turn to kirsty yeah. and be like yeah that black's a bit patchy like i probably wouldn't have done it like that <laughs> or like oh yeah that's i think that's a free round they should use a should use a five on that and it's just like, like that <laughs> it's, so it's, it's, it's the same as any any uh show like that like even when x factor's on and there'll be some yeah. geezer who's got a um I don't know. He's a rapper, and he's quite good. Yeah. And then it'll be like, right, it's songs from the shows today, and he's got to, he's got to do a fucking song from Les Miserables being dead sad, and and actually have vocal range. And then go, yeah, you were yeah. shit. You're a fucking awful. Oh, yeah, of course I am. It's not what I'm. That's not yeah. what I'm here yeah. for. And, you, and then I think it's the same with that. It's like, what do you do? I do this style. Cool. Now you got to do some dot work. Well, well right. And then yeah. and then everyone has a go at it for being shit. It's like, well, of course it's shit. Yeah. It's only the tenth one I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I think it's, a, it's weird because I feel like it's a weird premise for a show now. Because I think, yeah, ten years ago when they started doing it, you did have to be like an all rounder. Yeah, like every tattoo I had to be able to do a bit of everything. And that but is, I, feel like, I feel like that's a good thing as well, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. but it's the thing like now. There's there's people who are like, oh, I just do. I just tattoo frogs wearing hats. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, that's my style. My style is frogs in hats. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. A, I've been tattooing one year. All I do is frogs in hats. So, with a one not what you want, yeah. Like if that's not what you want, like go elsewhere. Yeah, like, I don't. I mean, if that's what works for them, cool. I don't fuck it. I don't get that. It's like yeah. unless someone wants a frog with a hat on it, it's like. <laughs> but I mean, people, yeah. can like yeah. everyone else can do a frog in a hat. It's like it's yeah, frog in a hat. Like yeah, I don't know. Gimmicks. To me, why would you not equip yourself with the skills to do something? If that one thing you can do goes out of fashion, yeah. What if there's a big... the... what happens if nobody yeah. wants frogs and hats anymore? And then what happens? What happens if, like, I don't know, maybe frogs turn out to be racist? It's not. Well, it's... Yeah, frogs big, get cancelled. 
Big snails. Yeah, frogs big, are cancelled for big being snail, supporters. Big snail comes out and says, right, frogs are shit now. And then, and then everyone's going, yeah, I fucking hate frogs. Big up the hate snails. And then, yeah, the, the frogs start this whole like hate crime against snails. Yeah. And, then yeah. and, everyone and it all comes out. Snails. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And then everyone it's starts getting their frogs. Covered like, with covered snails. Up. Blasted yeah. over with snail shells. <laughs> <laughs> snail, snails in bigger hands. <laughs> <laughs> what is um, it? I don't. My... I don't know what is it with. Sorry, carry on. No, no, <laughs> you go. No, I don't please. know what it's with at the moment. Where it's just frogs, snails, and mushrooms. Like I fucking the, love the... tattooing frogs, snails, and mushrooms. Oh, across. don't get me wrong. I, I I enjoy looking at them. Like I enjoy doing them. It's like it's so weird that everyone's it's just true. like frogs, snails, and mushrooms. Like mushrooms yeah. are like everywhere. Like, yeah, nothing against yeah, it. Yeah, they like, are. Cool tattoos, and they look a bit like yeah. a dude, but it's you know it <laughs> they do. <laughs> We had Maybe a, uh, I should do a series of dick-like mushrooms. People wouldn't notice. We had um, a thing at school. We had, you know, when the um, the telly would get wheeled in, you're like, oh, we're watching a video, ah, and it was yeah. it was a time lapse of fungi growing, and <laughs> one of them was just these. I don't know what they're called, but they just look like you know the classic mushrooms. So it was just like a little helmet would form, and then the shaft would come. In. It Ooh. just looked. For, for in a room full of fourteen-year-olds, where half of them are boys, and it's just like that looks like the ground's getting a bender, getting a boner rather. So we, we, <laughs> getting a bender. Getting a bender. <laughs> I am that. <laughs> that looks like the ground's getting a boner. That's not going to be hilarious to everyone. Um, yeah. So mushrooms are always funny, especially ones that look like dicks. We've established. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. More convention ideas, just. Mushrooms, yeah. dicks. Let's, you know, we're all working um, it here. So let's whole... do dick flash. Oh my god, I just have a dick stool. Dick flash. You should just literally do yeah. like mushrooms, just as dicks. Doing like easy, gonna, coming gonna out of the ground. On. I'll get one. And then, and then a frog stood under it with an umbrella. Ah, uh, and the mushrooms could on. be spunking yeah, the yeah. Lucy tattoo. And then, yeah, and then yeah. you do two snails either side of the mushroom, so it looks like <gasps> with, holes with little, yeah, with little placards. Down with frogs. Yeah. This is this is the whole banner you're gonna do like just a huge <laughs> oh mushroom. God. You should do like when... one of those like mushroom fairy houses with two snails waiting outside it, and then the, the mushroom is like jizzing, and then there's just a frog <laughs> with an umbrella. Perfect. Uh, when people turn up to Brighton and all I've got is just like a shit dick and a bit of a bay for paper. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be so <laughs> loosely like... written, they're gonna be gutted. All the people that have lasted this long in this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, well done, guys. We see you. So disappointed at Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everyone. Um, we, on that note, my dinner is ready. Um, is there anything else that any either of you would like to cover? Dick no. or um, snail related? I think we're all right with yeah. dicks. Yeah, I feel like we've. it's been a good brainstorming session for, yeah, for dick ideas. Yeah. Um, hey, um, everyone, feel free to submit your dick ideas. We're all open to send a uh, send dick dick pics. Dick dick. Yeah. No, actually, wait. Okay, this could be dangerous. No actual dick pics, and um, but dick 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 pics. Or your favorite dicks. Dick. Or you know, your favorite dicks. Dick, dick, dick Van Dyke. Just Dick Van Dyke and you know yeah. Richards. Yeah. All the all yeah the favorite helmets. Just little yeah. Richard and d- dick dick. Dick Buckhiss would have worn a helmet for most of his career. Yeah. So there's that as well. You need to start like a helmet of the week segment. <laughs> just, <laughs> I've got, I've made so many notes here. Just, helmet it's just, it's just of helmets. the week. Just be oh like, my God, yeah. that'd be the funniest feature, like helmet tattoos of the week. 
yeah. dick tattoo of the week. There we go. I'm sure we can find it. Yeah. There we go. Hundred percent. That will be mine. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then you'll have a TikTok with all the just a TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. 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 Yeah. TikTok. TikTok. Hashtag TikTok. Yeah. That's easy for you to say. Hashtag TikTok. Adam, it's been so lush to have you back. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I feel like we covered a covered it all. We have covered it all. Everything. And look forward to covering all again in person in Feb. Yeah. We can. We can cover it. We can all cover each other. All Lovely stuff. Weekend. Oh, good. <laughs> Take that as you will. <laughs> take it. <laughs> no, I will, I uh, will take that as I will. Yeah, yeah. So you take it. You yeah. take it. <laughs> On that note. Yeah. Uh, nice one. I'm, uh, I'm going to quit one of my head. <laughs> Cheers, mate. See you soon. Thanks. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye.